This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Stocks opened higher this morning as the Labor Department reported another strong month of job growth. NPR's Scott Horsley reports the Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 60 points in early trading. U.S. employers added 216,000 jobs in December as the unemployment rate held steady at 3.7 percent. The news caps off a solid year for the labor market, with a total of 2.7 million jobs added in 2023. That's a slowdown from the two previous years, but stronger job growth than the four years leading up to the pandemic. Job gains in December were concentrated in government and health care. Factories and construction companies also added workers last month, despite the ongoing pressure of high interest rates. Average wages in December were up 4.1 percent from a year ago. Wage gains have been outpacing inflation in recent months, giving a real boost to workers' buying power. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. President Biden will deliver a campaign speech in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania today. A senior Biden advisor says he's expected to name former President Trump as a threat to American democracy. The speech comes on the eve of the anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. A major winter storm is moving through the West Coast, threatening high surf this weekend. As Jefferson Public Radio's Jane Vaughn reports, southwest Oregon and far northern California will be affected. This weekend storm is expected to pummel the coast with waves of up to 20 feet and snow at lower elevations. Kathleen Zontos of the National Weather Service in Eureka, California, says people who want to go see the big surf should be really careful. We really encourage people to stay farther back. You know, usually those are good beach days to not go to the beach. Similar heavy surf pounded the Southern California coast about a week ago. For NPR News, I'm Jane Vaughn in Ashland, Oregon. Separately, the National Weather Service is starting to issue winter storm advisories and warnings on the East Coast. Another winter storm will pummel the east over the weekend. The United Nations says it has been unable to deliver urgently needed humanitarian aid in northern Gaza for more than four days. NPR's Jason DeRose reports from Tel Aviv. The U.N. and humanitarian groups say their access has been delayed and denied in recent days. The blocked aid includes both medicine and food. Israel says it's allowing in trucks as quickly as it can after they pass security screenings. The Palestinian Red Crescent Society in Khan Yunis says consecutive days of airstrikes there are also preventing aid distribution. In recent days, 13 trucks carrying medical supplies have gotten through. Overall, more aid trucks have been able to cross into Gaza at Rafah and Karim Sholem in recent days, but the problem appears to be getting that aid to where it's most needed. Jason DeRose, NPR News, Tel Aviv. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrials are now up about 125 points. This is NPR. The Indian Navy says some of its commandos have boarded a hijacked ship in the Arabian Sea. The crew said they had been overtaken by five to six armed people. The report of the hijacking comes after an uncrewed vessel exploded yesterday in the neighboring Red Sea. Rebels in Yemen are believed responsible. The United States and other nations are warning the Yemeni rebels they could face military action. A branch of Islamic State is claiming responsibility for the bomb attack in southeastern Iran this week that killed at least 84 people. 
NPR's Peter Kenyon reports the same group took responsibility for two previous attacks in Iran. A group calling itself Islamic State Khorasan Province, or ISKP, said it was behind the deadly attack on Iranians heading toward a ceremony to honor slain General Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani was killed in a U.S. drone strike in 2020. The ISKP's motives are believed to be largely sectarian. It's a Sunni group that considers Shia Muslims to be apostates. The group has claimed responsibility for a pair of shooting attacks that killed more than a dozen civilians at a Shia shrine, one in 2022 and one last year. Iranian authorities have vowed to pursue and apprehend the people responsible for this latest attack, which was by far the deadliest of the three claimed by the ISKP. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. Authorities in Iowa say a high school student shot and killed a sixth grader yesterday in the town of Perry, not far from Des Moines. Five other people were wounded. Officials say 17-year-old Dylan Butler apparently then killed himself. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, in Washington.